0: Where?
1: Listening to Dad Crossing, a podcast about animals and parenting. Today we chat about Pave Day and the fun leading up to it. Nintendo's numbers and strange, oh so very strange, nighttime habits of our little ones. Your regulars are here: the pole fishing dancer, Nick Metzger, and my favorite co-host, Pro Papa Sean Abbott, and joining us, very special guest, Discord Wizard, the man that keeps those other Nintendo Dads in line, so-called something or other. Nintendo Dad, Tim Off. What's up, man?
0: What's going on guys it's uh, an honor to be on this sh- on this awesome show <laughs> thank you very much for having me
1: i just want everybody to know all of our listeners i don't call our guests so-called something or other on a regular basis that is uh tim's <laughs> passport title so uh just so you know i'm not i'm not just like ripping on tim calling him so-called something
2: what i also liked is that the actual they like all the um punctuation in there that what didn't exist from my title to asking tim how he was you almost ran out of breath that was well done <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was getting close
1: you're right i was starting to i was starting to go high you're right it was there <laughs> what's up
2: john how are you doing um good cheers how are you guys and sean i have here. a
1: question for you uh-oh. So in America, there was this big game, the Super Bowl. We're all like, everybody's, you know. I looked on Discord, the only channel that had anything going on in it was the sports balls channel. Um, and I wondered, does anybody in the UK care that there was a Super Bowl in America? Um,
2: yes, one of my friends Ooh, okay. does.
1: One um, <laughs> guy cares in the UK. I love it.
2: Yeah, <laughs> uh, um, he watches it religiously every year. I can't remember which team it is now that he follows, but he was really excited about it. So he was, there was a lot of um, status updating about exciting bits and pieces, but that's probably about it. I mean, there is a couple of people over here that get excited for it. Um, sure. they, like, they do they have the down.
0: NFL visit over there every now and then, you know, mm-hmm, before COVID yeah. obviously, but so, yes. But yeah, yeah they, they were doing,
1: I, was it one or two games a year? Cause I know the lions went over there one year. Yep, and and played in London. So
0: yeah, It's usually a couple of games. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So the, All right, so only, I just
2: The only, the only bit of sport in news that I got excited about was the fact that Lewis Hamiltons finally decided to sign a contract with Mercedes for Formula One this week. So that's that's my most <laughs> part. that's the the only bit of sport in news I'm excited about. So unfortunately, I don't follow football, uh, soccer, rugby, anything with a ball. Basically, I don't get excited for
1: so it's got to have wheels right that's fair Tim can get down with that if if it goes
2: fast and you can kill yourself in it I'm probably excited about
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes I love my cars I don't fault so I I call myself a casual fan when it comes to a lot of sports stuff so uh I don't know the details I don't follow a lot of the details I just have fun watching it so I'll watch I'll watch F1 cart NASCAR whatever you know I'll watch a lot of the racing stuff along with the football, the baseball, basketball, hockey. You know, I'm just a casual fan. I enjoy you know watching the competition every now and then, especially during playoffs. And you know, especially if I can do it socially, you know with a group of people or even with my family like this weekend watching the Super Bowl. So
2: I I um, I got really excited because dan, dan like, like drops the kind of hint that he lives within half an hour of the tack the uh tracking texas mm, mm-hmm. um so i was kind of like ah. <laughs> <laughs> so if i come to texas to so watch the formula one i can crash it yards. maybe possibly there you
1: go <laughs> yeah, You'd be down be good, for yeah, it so. you know we would be we yeah, have we have it here in detroit gay.
0: too we have the detroit grand prix every every year that usually so, um, has it usually has uh, one of
2: those levels of race cars here. I think it's F one. I kind of too. Well, it's not on the calendar for this year, and it wasn't last year. So yeah, it might be. because of
0: COVID, probably. But
2: yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. I always get confused, like which races NASCAR and F one, and I I I don't follow it all that much. So I was about to be like, you know, there's always the Indy two, which is only an hour away from me. But then I was like, no, that's that's NASCAR. I'm fairly certain. And there's
0: Mario Kart.
1: Yeah, I'm good. Well, I'm not good at Mario (laughs) Kart, but I do love me something Mario.
2: All
1: right, Sean, what have you been playing?
2: Um, it's like Groundhog Day. (laughs) 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 Sorry. No, it's like Borderlands
1: with Dan. That's where we're at now.
2: Um, I've yeah, I've been hitting Call of Duty (laughs) quite hard. I've been trying to make a lot of content for the TikTok channel and try and gain some traction with Twitch. So I've been putting a lot of time into that. I finished the battle pass yesterday. So I got to level 100 on the battle pass With 16 days left to go. So that was, nice. that's yeah, a lot of playing, three days worth of playing continuously. Um, but yeah, so I've been wait. playing a lot of that.
1: Can I see, because, you know, you're, you're always so good to harass me about my Animal Crossing number. <laughs> um can i see if i look on your xbox profile can i see the amount of total time you've put into warzone
2: um I, don't lie might to me i'll look it up it. myself too you might be able to i could I
1: might be, you're like i don't know maybe i don't know there's no i'm, I'm looking, looking at up. that
0: now <laughs> well you friend of me on xbox
1: right yeah yeah yeah
2: mm-hmm. yeah just quickly looking all right well you look
1: that up tim what have you been playing
0: I've been playing uh, Animal Crossing, of course, because I got back, especially back in the hustle, the turnip hustle, you know, I so been,
1: a lot of Discord members did.
0: Yeah, uh, been because I have to replenish some of my money. My bells has been spending, spending and spending. And it's like, OK, I, I got down to one million bells. I need to get that back up. You know, I'm going to stay right. above a million. <laughs> That's right. Sure. <laughs> so um, I just bought a 2000 turnips this past weekend. So I'm trying to see if i'm gonna get a, a spike or not
1: whoa are we uh, are we okay over there tim are
0: you... uh, i guess uh, the ghost in my basement didn't like that comment apparently so yeah no <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i'll fix that in a moment my light just fell over that's all
1: <laughs> that's all don't worry all right well tim's still standing so it's all good yes
0: so oh, but sick. anyways uh, the animal crossing the t- you know just playing in with a little bit of that and uh Again, with the, you know, getting ready for the um, Pave Day, you know, yeah. the the mm-hmm. festival. And again, they're doing it like I had hoped they'd done with the Christmas uh, event or, you know, the holiday event uh, around Christmas, which is you go to the store, you get an item and something new every day. And then you can build up what you're seeing, kind of like with Halloween, you build up, you know, what the festival is going to look re- like ar- around your area why didn't they do this with Christmas
1: yeah, <laughs> with the lights yeah. and, and all that? But I was, and, I was going to say your, your PTSD of Christmas is, is, is waning now. So you can kind of go, you're going back in. Cause man, you were pretty, you're pretty hurt for the Christmas thing.
0: I was, time. I was so hurt for that. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, cause I was bummed. I was bummed cause I was so after Halloween, I was like, Oh, if this is if Christmas is like, this is going to be so fun. You know, I'm going to be able to do Christmas trees and lights and presents. And no, I still don't have any of that stuff. But anyways, <laughs> that's I'll, I'll get over it. Don't worry. Uh, the other game I've been playing is J- Disjunction. Uh, it's a game I got to do a first look at or let's play for the, uh, the Nintendo Dads, and I've been still playing it because it's um, it's a, a kind of like a top down or 2.5 view is what I think you call it, uh, uh, with the hyper hyper lift drifter kind of okay. uh, graphics um and uh but it's a cyberpunk type story and i've had a lot of fun with that and of course there's a um let's play video of that out on on the nintendo dad's channel um and i've been playing what's that
1: that's a big thing now the cyber like i did cloud punk a couple like like a month or so ago and then there's the cyberpunk bar story or whatever, and then there's this—I don't know—the cyberpunk thing's just like. Take-
0: well, it took Cyberpunk 2077 a long time to make, right? So <laughs> everybody true, else yeah. could do their own cyber game too. But this, I enjoy this one. It's a good story. Uh, I can actually jump in, play a um, a piece of the story, and then get back out. So it's cool. it's I can play it in chunks. Which I feel is pretty good. So, and then I've been playing also Blue Fire. Uh, Recently got out. It was a game that was announced uh, back in uh, March of last year, almost a year ago, in the indie showcase. And it looked pretty sweet. Uh, It's kind of like, I think Marty called it a um, a Celeste meets, um, um, you know, 3D type platformer type game. Mm. And um, I'm having a lot of fun with it. When he said it was like that, I was like, oh, my gosh, I don't want to play this game because I know how hard Celeste is. But I am actually having a lot of fun with this game. It's I, I actually say it's more closer to me to a Zelda 3D and Mario 3D type game. Uh, because the camera's been driving nuts just like those games did oh
1: this is the one where you said that yeah Yeah. i remember i remember your post on discord i was like oh this sounds like me when i played mario (laughs) exactly yep
0: (laughs) the only thing about this game is the camera because it constantly you have to keep readjusting it every single way if you're going to go look this way or that way i constantly have to keep moving the camera around and i haven't found like a button that will recenter you you know Mm -hmm. or twist it for you but It's a it's a good 3D platformer I think and it it gets it's getting to the difficult parts Um, and it has the uh, again Marty had said it had kind of similar feel to um, Immortal Phoenix Rising when she goes into each of those like pits or whatever
1: Tortoras or whatever yeah
0: yeah yeah when you go in there and then you got to go complete Mm -hmm. that area it's that same thing they're called voids uh in this game so you go in there and you get through that puzzle and then you get an item or a boost or whatever and then you you go back into the main world and complete that area so it's a pretty fun game i'm having fun with that one as well now are
1: those are those little ones are those puzzly or are those mostly platforming challenges like when you go into the whatever the voids are
0: so far, it's platformy. Okay. It's more platformy because I haven't had to move anything sure. or trigger anything yet. Yeah. And I don't think I got far enough to, to get to that point yet. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, uh, and then I recently downloaded a preview of the Magic the Gathering Arena for my Android phone. Okay. I, Cause I loved playing the card game, the physical game uh, many, many years ago. And I actually played a lot of it too with the recently with some friends from work um, before COVID we would sure. get together, you know, they got together like every Friday and I, it's like, I, unfortunately, you know, I couldn't do that. So, Adult but I got to together. Get, yeah. So I was like, I at least once a month or every few months I got together with them and met up and got, got my magic the gathering fix. Um, but I haven't been able to do that. But and they do have the Magic the Gathering Arena on the PC that you can go on, and you know through the browser. But now they recently just have uh, did the uh, Android version of it. I don't know if it's on iOS or not, but hmm. you can download the app on there. And that I recently downloaded that and get ready to check that out. So I'm excited about that. Hopefully get my magic the gathering fix again.
1: Sure. Now (laughs) do you have to buy digital packs? How does that of the cards? Because I mean I don't play a ton. I I know a little about it, but not a ton. Is that how you get your packs of cards?
0: Yeah. uh, it's yeah, because it's free to get download the arena and then you just buy and I think you probably get a free free like cards to start with yeah and then uh then you buy the booster packs just like you would in the real ones and it, i think they're starting to do the pokemon way where you can actually get a pack a physical pack and there's a oh, code cool. in it okay cool i think but i haven't it's been so long since i bought physical cards it's yeah i did come across some recently that i, I probably i haven't even opened them yet but i have some
1: mm-hmm. that
0: i could probably check that out but um I, I, again, I'm excited to be able to check that out and uh, be able to play. And, and it, because it's online, you can play against people. And uh, hopefully, once I learn more about the phone thing, and be able to play against people that you know have it as well.
1: Yeah, that would be awesome. That's cool. All right, Mr. Sean. I'm sorry, do you have anything else, Tim? That was it. All right, Sean. Did you find out your hours? A- 81 hours. Oh, geez, I can't even make fun of that
2: no that's uh, quite-
1: great <laughs> i was hoping for way more than that well once you get a uh, thousand more you'll catch up to me. don't worry about
2: yeah that. slowly but surely um i have been playing a little bit more animal crossing um i've been playing with a custom designs bit so i've kind of cool. made a like um an area that makes it look like a pool uh, i've got a bit of a decking area that i've made so i'm slowly trying to finally customize my island rather than just playing in Planting trees and chugging stuff down—it's kind of like I'm now getting down to the the finer details.
0: Nice, that's awesome. Good deal. Yeah, I've been trying. I've been trying to update my house so I can get above that one hundred and fifty thousand points, and it's so <laughs> hun- hard. One hundred
2: and forty thousand, I think. That oh, you're a lot last. closer than I am. I'm one hundred thirty something. Yeah, but I've been at one hundred forty thousand for about twelve months. <laughs> so, like, no, oh, Jesus, I can't get a yeah
1: <laughs> the mermaid stuff did it for me I oh, have the, okay. I told my, my wife is. I mean our daughter is named Ariel After the little mermaid Because my wife loves mermaids So the moment it happened I was like don't worry I will make a room even though she doesn't play animal crossing I was like I'll make a room just for you in my house That's all the mermaid stuff And so I like I spent every day going to Pascal And getting whatever it was until I had the whole set And I put it all in there And uh, yeah and that did it Once I had it all in there it bumped me over 150 Barely I was like at 151 so, nice, I have to say, uh, Ursula is one of my favorite bad guys. <laughs> yeah, yo, yeah. uh, so um, what is this little thing? nightmares? I see this on the
2: I yeah, I, it, I've not played it yet. I, it's on the switch, I believe, as well. I oh, think really? Little, yeah, little nightmares 2. There's a free demo for that at the moment on the eShop. I just checked that out this morning. Um, I think it's it's a platformer. I think it's like a 3D side-scrolling style platformer. I've not really played it yet. It was just it was one of them that I knew mm-hmm. when it was out, um, quite a lot of people said it like enjoyed it. So when I saw it was free to download on Games with Gold with the Xbox, I thought I'd just grab it, and when I get around to playing it, I get around to playing it. So. And every time I work my Xbox off, I kind of sit there and I look and think, oh, it's still there. I'll play it. And then I end up dropping out of an airplane and shooting people. So <laughs> uh-huh. I was, yeah, yeah, the war zone
1: just calls. For me. So, so Sean, I need your help. As a guy who has an Xbox for the first time and since, since the 360. Uh, games with gold. So if I download one of those, is it mine? Yes. Like, like, it's not like Game Pass where it goes away. Is that correct?
2: No. That is once you've, Once you've claimed it, which is why you should go on when they refresh them all the time. Once you've claimed that free game, that is then yours for lifetime.
1: Okay, so I can... What if I claim it and delete it off of my... Nope, still reinstall it. You can reinstall it just like any other digital download? Okay. It's kind of like Xbox.
2: It's Xbox's nod for paying for your Game Pass. Not the Game Pass for your subscription, basically. So, which is why it doesn't make it that bad. And why... Look, I think there, there were, there was rumor about a price hike for it, for the year. Um, I'm not bothered about the price hike because it just means that they might bring bigger games to the Games of Gold. So, sure, that makes sense. That makes sense.
1: Yeah, I got in uh, on the Discord on that twenty five dollars for three months or thirty, whatever it was. It was a crazy deal. I bought three. I was like, I just got my Xbox, and I was like, this seems like an awesome deal. So I bought three cards and got nine months out of the whole deal for like ninety dollars, basically ten dollars a month. So it's great. Uh, anything else, Mister Sean? Um,
2: no, not really. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah.
1: Well, I have good. I mean, I have good news. Uh, I I have been dipping into the Xbox. Finally, uh, I got it. I got it on launch day. I uh, hadn't really played a ton of it. But I've really been uh, dipping into Game Pass. First, uh, let me say I said I was going to play Fable Three, and guess what? I did. I did. I beat it ten years ago. For some reason, I really never thought I played Fable Three, and it was the it was right after our podcast. I'm like, you know what? I had it downloaded. I was like, I'm going to start this thing right now. I'm, I don't know why it was like 1:30 in the morning, but I was like, and so I started up, and there's this like scene with a chicken, and it is. It, it's just, it's a really well done, um, like opening scene to the game. And I was like, I totally remember this. I was like, maybe it was just the trailer. So I was like, all right. So I start playing and I was like, no, I'm going to find a girl here. We're going to go and my brother's not a nice guy. I was like, yeah, no, I've played this game. And so I was like, I don't really feel like playing it again. So I really didn't think, I thought I played one and two and not three, but apparently I played three two. So there you go. Um, I downloaded Outer Wilds and started to play that because that game always interested me. I'd hear I'd hear Game Scoop people on Game Scoop talk about it and these launch codes and all this stuff. So I downloaded that. Don't know that it's a game for me. It is a lot of fun. It's just so the whole premise is you. It's first person, and it 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 has a very it's open feel where you 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 got to find your launch codes and then you go into your 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 spaceship and you take off. And you, you launch yourself into space and then you can go, it's this whole solar system. You can choose a planet and just kind of head there, but you have to like maneuver your ship into it, break into the atmosphere, land on the land on that planet. And there's, there's a lot to learn on how to maneuver your spaceship because it's got really kind of like realistic. I don't want to I don't it's realistic. I've never been in space, but whatever. It seems like realistic space physics to me. And, um, uh, and so it takes a while to learn But when you do, it's really satisfying Like when you break out of the atmosphere You fly to another planet You break into the atmosphere And you land successfully And, and your ship is in still intact With no damage You're like, yeah, that rocks And it feels really good um, But it's you're in space So it's a really dark game So I don't want this to sound like I'm It's a it's just my preference when When games start to play with light and dark uh, and I have to like really use a flashlight all the time, or I'm always in the dark. I just, I don't really like, that's not my thing. And so I was, all, I was always kind of squinting, trying to be like, can I see that? I have a flashlight. I can only, I have this huge television, but I can only see this small little like light circle in the middle of it. And I don't know, it just kind of frustrated me. So I don't think I will go back to it for that reason. That's not to say it's a bad game. It looks like it's a lot of fun uh, if you're okay with that kind of thing. And it's very open. Like you oh, you can go to any one of these planets you want to and kind of just start learning about them. And as you break into the planet, you get new objectives and do new things. And I I don't know, it's, it's been out for a while, but I, I was having a lot of fun. All right, guys, now here's the next part. And I need your help. So John says to me, I should play Hellblade. But I have Outer Worlds too, which I'm also interested in. Game Pass, man, I tell you, analysis paralysis. That's the problem with Game Pass, let me tell you um hellblade does look very cool but let me set the scenario for you sean knows this i don't want my son yet to really know that i have an xbox because you know he's going to be all about it he's going to think it's the coolest thing he's, he's going to want to always play that and just the whole graphics thing and uh, so i've hidden it here in the basement and so if i play it i'm down here in the basement and the only time i really have to play it is when everybody goes to bed and i don't i don't know if i can play hellblade um at night after everybody's asleep in the basement um it just uh it just seems a little a little too intense for me to play at night so uh outer worlds or hellblade what do you guys think what should what should i do next
2: um i've not played either
1: but have you played, of the
2: two, i know you've of played the,
1: outer worlds tim have you played, played hellblade at all
2: Um,
0: I know, I haven't played Hellblade, but I know what Hellblade is, and I don't think it's as scary as you think it is.
1: Okay. Okay. That's cool.
0: Uh, because I mean, I could see, I could see why it could be because it's playing with the, it's, you know, a mental, uh, type game, you know, Mm -hmm. it's basically playing on, on uh, if, if i if i remember correctly it's a story about um uh, i'm trying to think of it uh, the mental side of things yeah
1: yeah oh so let me read the description here um so the description is from the makers of heavenly sword enslaved odyssey to the west and dmc devil me cry comes a warrior's brutal journey into myth and madness set in the viking age a broken Celtic warrior embarks on a haunting vision quest into Viking hell to fight for the soul of her dead lover created in collaboration with neuroscientists and people who experience psychosis. Hellblade Senua's sacrifice will pull you deep into Senua's mind. So, uh, yeah, it sounds freaky, but I will say out of the two, that story sounds a lot more fun to me than Outer Worlds. Story. So...
0: <clears throat> yeah, Outer Worlds is going to be fun, funny humorous mm-hmm. uh, and interesting and there will be some things that will probably make you jump <laughs> in mm-hmm. that game you know when if you're playing downstairs and alone or whatever because you'll be fully immersed especially you know got the these on yeah, and you're playing and it's in the dark maybe
2: maybe not you might have the lights on there's me.
1: always a light on no, <laughs> no. if I'm playing a game like that going to
2: be a light on Let me... <laughs> so yeah gra- graphically Hellblade looks amazing to play. Right. Uh yeah, it does, doesn't it? And the story does sound a lot more in depth. Um, but I know Outer Worlds is a bit of a kind of a jumpy round sci fi style third person shooter, isn't it? I don't know. I've not yes. i just kind of looked at it, so <laughs> Yes.
0: It is, um, uh,
2: so it's a fun know. game.
0: It's a fun game, and if you follow each of the stories, because there's like different stories in each of the areas you, world you go to or whatever. Um, but it's it's fun, and but I would probably pick out of the two. I don't know if it's because I haven't played it yet, but I'd probably pick Hellblade over the two.
1: All right, I'm gonna go with John's Hellblade, and if <laughs> I have nightmares, I'm coming over to Tim's house because he's the closest. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that's enough of what we've been playing. How about we chat about those animals in our lives?
2: So, this time in Isabel's morning announcements, we actually get to talk about an update, something fun. We've got some news. Um, so, Pavé Day coming February fifteenth. Um, the video was pretty. Quick, and what it was explaining. So there was a lot of information to kind of digest very quickly. Um, like, is this good? The parade is only on the one day, on the fifteenth of February. If I got that right from the video. It's the way but the seems to be up, there's, the, there's a lead up to it. So, like at the moment, there's all the different items that we can get daily from the. From I can't from remember it, from yeah.
1: From yeah, Mr. Tom.
2: That's the one, yeah. But the app as well that's in the Nook phone, you can use that game.
1: Are you asking me? Sorry, my bad. I was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, my bad. I was like, uh um well, so no, so Pave Day is only the item, the only item you can get for Pave Day is in Nooks itself, the little like special spot onto the left when you walk in ah um the items in the phone at the moment deal with if i'm correct if i can um thinking deal with valentine's day which is like heart bouquets and a heart thing of chocolate and the um, uh the big the big game i'm giving air quotes for all of you who can't see which is everybody um uh because they can't i guess use the word super bowl because it's trademarked and all that fun stuff so they did uh, a super bowl what is basically a super bowl rug and then they did megaphones for to kind of celebrate the Super Bowl as well. So,
2: right, those are but the statlog. I need. Stat I've not been going into the Knox because I didn't realize that we were getting the special items just yet. So that's me.
1: Oh yeah, that is where the special items are for Pave. Uh, so, so oh, enables, reactions. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The reaction that you can also, which is very strange, that they the first time you've ever bought reactions with Bell and not with, like, Miles or something like that. I'll
2: just cover Yeah.
1: You can dance now. Yeah. It's very weird dancing. You can <laughs> see it on Twitter. I put, a, I put like, a 10-second video of me dancing by a snowman because, well, it's Twitter. So why not? Yeah, why not?
2: <laughs> you can put a lot on Twitter. I've learned That's true. The That's the best series. thing you'll
1: find on Twitter, probably, yeah. <laughs> or the most family-friendly. <laughs> yeah,
2: definitely. Um, so when do we think we're going to – Because the we're going to get the feathers rather than the snowflakes soon to catch. So that's going to be something new to run around and swipe up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Cause I kind yeah. of, I've I've got sick and tired of the snow. I think I, the general consensus across most social media that I'm seeing is everybody's sick of the snow.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it's, it's about the right time, right? I was just for the last 45 minutes before this podcast, I was shoveling my driveway and my neighbors and I was sick of the snow. So you know, it's real time, baby. Like you, you're sick of the snow in real <laughs> See, life only, and in Animal Crossing.
2: We're only just getting it, so it's like been snowing on and off in the UK now for about a week. Uh, we're getting some form of storm with some kind of name I don't know, but it's brought a bit of snow. So when I say a bit, it's literally like a dusting. There's not enough even to make a snowball. <laughs> so.
1: I've made so many snowmen so this year like <laughs> me and the kids have been out thanks to the quarantine we've made like four snowmen this year so it's great
0: pretty soon you'll get a card for that with nook miles
1: <laughs> yeah that would be awesome <laughs> that would be great see that's why animal crossing is more fun than real life because i yeah. get nook miles and they're like way to go snow maestro you know nobody <laughs> did does did that you, in was, it,
2: was it the disappointment that they weren't perfect
1: yeah, no. <laughs> they were not perfect our one our big one fell over we were trying to be cool and make a forced wall of snow and it just like totally collapsed I'm not the engineer in this
2: podcast let me say that uh, when it comes to snowmen I'm useless so <laughs> we don't get enough snow to practice so it's one of those yeah. Um. so we've got the feathers I'm not quite sure it's for the new furniture is that just the items that are in Nook's Cranny at the moment
1: so, well, So the feathers have to go to like a DIY recipe, right? Like yeah. I'm guessing this is going to be like Halloween where you can buy these furniture in store at the moment. But then like day of, you're going to get DIY recipes to buy, to craft them with the feathers. This is totally a guess. I've not time travel. I don't really know anything. Y'all know I don't so, do it. What do you uh, know, Tim?
0: My wife told me that the feathers are going to be used for customizing what you get from Nook's Cranny. Yeah. Really? So, you can change the colors of what you get. Because right now, what color are you buying? Is it blue?
1: I think it's purple.
0: Or blue blue and purple or whatever. Yeah, something. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, to be it's, fair. It's one color that you're getting through yeah. each of the items. They all match, right? So, yeah. and the feathers when it, on that day, when you start catching feathers, will give you, is basically going to allow you to customize what you get hmm. so, or customize the items that you bought. So you can make different colors, or make the color you wanted, or whatever. Wow!
1: That's so that's what, that's the what case. she told me. That makes sense. That is. Uh, so first off, that is true. Um, that you can customize with feathers because I did try to customize a like the confetti machine or something or the lamp, I think it was, um, and I couldn't because it needed feathers. So she's definitely right that that gotcha. that that's the thing. Um, but I assumed also that you would be able to craft. That's a that's kind of a bummer because I wanted to like have a lot of confetti machines that just one, so that's kind of a bummer if that's the case um you but you can
2: change the color of them so buy a, as many different variations of the colors you
1: cannot know. they are not buyable from the shopping you i just you buy to one you get
2: today. one
0: yep. yeah
1: yeah so you could you if you buy them at, if you don't buy them at nooks then you don't buy them that's why unless, sean you got something repeats
0: stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I haven't seen one item repeat. I nope, have missed a day yet. or two, but I have not seen an item repeat. I
1: have yet. not missed a day or two. I have not gotten. A, I just got a balloon lamp, which is like the coolest looking thing. So that was that was my. Oh thing. yeah,
0: that's right. I forgot about those.
1: And uh, I really liked it. So, so if that's the case, that makes more sense because that means I was afraid that I was going to have to be catching feathers and trying to figure stuff out on a Monday. Which you know, I, I think is President's Day for some people. So in here in America, so you know they'll have it off, but uh, I don't technically have it off. So um, I don't either. Yeah. So it was like, man, I'm gonna have to try to figure out how to work and do this, which I can do. You <laughs> know, I'm not gonna lie, but some people can't. So I was like, well, that's a real that's a real bummer. Um, so if it's not as dependent as getting furniture, that makes more sense. I guess. Uh, yeah.
2: Um, so the clothing. That's just Abel's. Um, yep. Yeah. More sure more festivals. A, the, the, yeah. there, there's some
0: festival clothing in there, depending on where you're at. But it seems like mine's all the same every day. Uh, yeah. So there's the different.
1: There's the full outfit. There's a headpiece, and then there's some creepy looking masks. That's what I've yeah. seen so far.
0: There's some was it ogre masks.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um I'm just trying, I don't know, the only bit of the video that I was really that excited for was the last frame of the video. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, can we just get to the most important part? <laughs> yeah, skip to the end. That's a good podcast, by the way. Um, but yeah, the, um, so I'm sure everybody now that has seen the video, have done the update, you get the maracas which I enjoy. I like the maracas. Yeah. I carry them around most of the time. The they're pretty just stand, cool. Stand behind people and they're like, kind of, you don't get a reaction from the other villagers, which is what I think is really funny. You're just basically invisible. <laughs> Shaking your maracas. <laughs> but, um, yeah. I'm, and you so. do, Sean, get a
1: drum as well. If you, uh, if you, are from Nooks, from Nooks County. So, I mean, for, for the, for the musically talented people, uh, I'm not one of them. Um, you know, you really—you're—they're filling out the band. I mean, you know, back in COVID, cor- back in quarantine. Not, uh, we're still in COVID, but back in the beginning of quarantine time, they had—they had that one uh, band that was doing Animal Crossing um, concerts. Uh, man, I mean, yeah. they have—they have a good bit of musical instruments to choose from now at this point. So, although I don't know if they're still doing it or not, but
2: uh, look at that. Sorry, um, for the people who can see, I have skipped forward. A couple of hours, so I can look in the nooks, cranny, and see because I, yeah, no idea. So yeah, I've now got my first piece of festival equipment, which is blue, by the way. So there you go. Yeah.
1: Well, thanks a lot. I thought I'd gotten rid of all the time pirates in this uh, podcast, but
2: <laughs> here we are. Yep. I don't go that far, far forward. Just That's a couple beautiful. of hours to open the shops. So. Yeah, I,
0: I only. I'm a time zone pirate. That's what I do.
1: (laughs) I love it. That's a great, that's great. (laughs) Does that affect your turnups, Tim?
0: No, because it's just time zone. It's within the same day. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know if
1: it did or not. I couldn't remember. All right. So what's, so what is the next update that you're so excited for, Sean?
2: Well, I can't remember who said it in the predictions. So I'm just going to quickly open another tab. And then I'll get really excited. Oh, you're because, gonna do you
1: know. well. Yeah, you can toot your horn because you got the prediction of that reactions were coming, um, by March. So yes, yeah, so that you score points for Sean. You, you got. I really didn't think that was going to come true, but man, did it come true! Know. It came true like the next day, basically. <laughs> that That's like, yeah. funny.
2: <laughs> so, but yeah, the um, the next update is the one that I'm really excited for because how it's everything that we we'll were discussing in the previous podcast about what might happen, what might we see um, is Mario is coming. And that is going to be, I believe, the Mar- big update in March. Wasn't announced what date, but I'm assuming it's going to be on the anniversary yeah, of the game. It's
1: going to be on. You think so? I think it's going to be on Mario Day. March 10th. I think it's March 10th. Yeah, I think it's going to come out Mario Day. Uh, yeah, this, this coming month is a big deal. I mean, it's a big deal cuz these Mario items are very anticipated. It's also a big deal cuz everybody wants to know are we shooting down eggs again? Like it's finally a cycle through, right? So, it's it'll be very interesting. Does does Nintendo have a second dairy, like a second year plan for different events or are we going to cycle through the same events? Like though, though, that's going to be a big question to to answer. Are they going yeah. to start DLC? I mean, man, it's it's going to get it's going to be interesting for the Animal Crossing community this
2: coming month. So, um, and it's been well, especially with Animal Crossing now being one of their like main well not main games, but it's been a big game. When we get down to the numbers later. It's yeah, surprising how well it. Well, not surprising because it is a great game, and It came at a very good time. It came. At, I mean, yeah. That this the silver lining to the pandemic is that we've actually got a very very good game to talk about in the podcast, <laughs> and yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, and no, it is surprising. Like
1: if 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 Mar if February of twenty twenty, you would have said, "Yeah, in a year, you're going to be talking about Animal Crossing selling o- selling over thirty million copies." I would have said, "Get the frick out of here!" That is not. I mean, this was. Do you remember the dads talking about Animal Crossing in February? About, well, there's not a lot coming out. It's probably not all. It's probably still half-baked. It's C-tier game. I don't think it's going to do much. Blah, 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 blah. (laughs) And here we are, not even a year later, at 30 million units. So, yeah, no. I mean, it is surprising. I never in a million years thought that you would have this out of it. And, for sure, COVID, I don't want to say helped, but COVID is a part of I guess is the best way to say.
2: Yeah. It became a very good coping mechanism for people. <laughs> so I know my my cousin who plays it, she used it a lot during the initial stages of lockdown last year to kind of get away from everything. I mean, I mean we used to use it for m- meeting up and, and we used it. Yeah. Whole nintendo that episode that was filmed in your oh, yeah. basement
1: mm-hmm. that's right. it's still a po- it's still a podcast room i yes. never took it down um yeah so you think they'd have to right i mean i mean we say this all the time though that nintendo has to do something and then they just totally don't and they just walk away from something
2: right i mean <laughs> nintendo I mean, don't have to do anything that's, that's, right. that's yeah. what i like, so. yeah. like
1: mario party yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. You don't know how often my Noah, Noah's like, let's play Mario Party and I'm like, yeah, I, would, I would pay $50 for a couple more boards. I'm so tired of these boards. Right, right. Like, I don't want to play these boards ever again. <laughs> um. So, but you would think if they do a $10 DLC and, I mean, I know probably not everybody's going to get it, but let's assume that's $300 million. Like, yeah, just like like right. right there it is.
0: That's it's gonna be a large chunk of change regardless of yeah, yeah. If it is ten dollars.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean there's just so much there. So are we popping balloons for Mario items, you think, Sean?
2: Um, I just wanted I to see be... what happened to
1: Tim if I say that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> just <laughs> explode. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> I think there's gonna be there's gonna be an aspect of everything, isn't there? We're gonna be popping balloons. Um possibly a DIY Card to buy in nux cranny. Um, there's yeah, there's it could go one of any way. Could be special items that you have to buy. It could be stuff that pops up in the Nook's cranny. It could be DRI cards that you get. It could be just something that Nintendo gives you. You're gonna get that little present from Nintendo in your mailbox, are you, to celebrate? Mm. Uh, Mario's
0: gonna Mario's gonna come visit the island on Mario um Mario Day.
2: That would be. Super cool, and I
0: don't
1: normally <laughs> like that kind of crossover stuff. Like, like I a, really there's don't.
2: There's a TikTok but, channel. Man. Um, I think I sent it to where is it? there's a TikTok channel. I think I shared a video with you, Tim. Um, of a guy that has been drawing Super Mario in different styles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yep. Um, he actually did one in the style of um. animal crossing okay and it looked pretty cool so yeah if mario did a look at that. Did, a, did appear in animal crossing that's what he could look like and if you just give me a second i'll wait for the video to and I'll pause it for what it looks like and i'll show you guys so you can see it but yeah um kyle kyle martin art and he kind of did <laughs> what mario would look like in animal crossing so this this here for you guys and people who can't see it i'll Take a screenshot. I was gonna yeah, yeah, screenshot that and I'll
1: put it on Twitter so people know what we're looking
2: at. That could be what you look like in Animal Crossing, on Animal for Mario. So yeah,
1: yeah, I'll be very interested to see. I mean, Nintendo knows this is what this is what the community wants. These Mar these Nintendo items. I mean. I I had a Nintendo room in in City Folk. Like I mean, I had a room of all the stuff. I put it I put it on Twitter before before Animal before uh, New Horizons launched. That you know this room that I had of all the of the Fire Stick and everything and the and the Question Block and coins and this star. Um, so Nintendo knows that this is what we want. They're doing it as a free update, or as free, yeah, as a free update. So that's you know that's appreciative um, because they could have made some money off of that, that's for sure. Um, but it'll be very interesting to see how they they got to know people are starting to fall off of of Animal Crossing. I mean, you you can you hear it in the podcasts. You can see it on Twitter. I mean, not that the community isn't still vibrant, it is, but you're, you're losing the those who aren't, you know, die-hard Animal Crossing fans. And so this is their chance. And I think they're gonna they're hopefully use it and hopefully they do a better job of it than they did with the Christmas items. I, I truly do mean that. Um, Cause it, it'll be very frustrating and you'll drive people away if they do like they did with Christmas. So hopefully yeah. they realize I, that.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's going to be time sensitive in that aspect. I don't think they're going to be like, you've got it from this date to this day. After that, it's gone. I think that the Mario stuff is just going to become like a big part of it. I don't think it's it like you say. It'd be silly for them to put a, a constraint on it that means that people have to rush because it will it'll definitely push me away if I have to rush to get it all Mm -hmm. because I, I, this is something I do want all of it off. It'll definitely push me away from the game further than I kind of already am now where I'm getting to the point where there's like, there's nothing in the game for me to do. And the things that I do want to do are big things, which take up a lot of time. So Mm
1: -hmm. yeah. And I, I mean, I said this last podcast there, they Christmas was a dangerous place for even me. It started to feel like work and I wanted those Christmas items a lot. So I spent a lot of time and I got them, but it started to feel like work. And that's when I walk away from a game. And so, yeah, they, you know, if I am close to saying, man, this is a guy who's put a thousand plus hours into this game. This feels like work. I don't want to do this. Um, Then there are other people that, have probably already said, I don't want to do this and, and, and went somewhere else. So, you know, it's gotta be, it's gotta be rewarding to get, but not so hard to get that. It's like, man, you know, this isn't, this isn't supposed to be a part-time job for me to get this stuff. I mean, I hope the they, pl- sorry.
0: What you I, oh, I was gonna, I was just going to say, I hope they spread it out and make it fun. You know, yep. that's the main thing is, uh, uh, Don't just make it all balloons. Don't just make it all Mm -hmm. this, that, or the other thing. It's just uh spread it out. Have it'd be cool if a Mario type character came in. I don't know if it'd be actual Mario, but you know, have somebody come in that had Mario items that you could purchase or get somehow and um or do the balloon thing, that's fine, just as long as it's consistent. Mm-hmm. Uh, or go visit, you know, maybe it comes down to that island visit, you know, where you actually finally use the dock you guys were talking about, you know, yeah. last last time. Yeah. So we're, you know, I don't know if that would happen, but, you know, what if it is? A boat ride to another island that's similar to because it could be a play on what they're doing with the super mario world in japan right so you sure. go visit another island that's like super mario world mm, <laughs> and then yeah. that's how you get your items
1: that, yeah that would be awesome yeah so, that's that's the key please. word tim it's got to be fun yeah and and christmas yeah. wasn't fun like it wasn't even for us who got all the items it wasn't a fun experience like i wasn't <laughs> like oh yay i spent 20 hours in two weeks popping a thousand balloons of which you know 15 of them were what i actually wanted that wasn't fun it was it was legit
0: yeah it should not have come down to that i i expected what i was expecting from the christmas thing was you shake the trees you got the ornaments and then you take the ornaments to craft your christmas trees your presents and all the you know holiday type stuff and that wasn't it and then it was like when i found out you had to Pop a thousand balloons just to get fifteen that could possibly have your festival stuff. You know, holiday festival stuff. That was that that was a letdown to me. So I hope the Mario one and any future things, um, like the themes, I'll say any themes that come out from there even if mario wasn't free and it was going to be paid i would have paid for it you know if it was like three bucks or whatever to get mario themed items in your mailbox the next day or whatever i would have done it uh and i would probably do the same i would say the same for the other themes um but if as long as it's fun that's i think that's what they could possibly do to change things up for the next year is the you know themes throughout the next 12 months
2: I think could be cool, yeah. I, I, on the aspect of it, like getting Mario as a villager, if I could have Yoshi walking around on my island,
1: so cool! Yes, yeah, he is <laughs> that would my be cool
2: uh, out of all the Mario characters. Yoshi's my my favorite, so if I could have him, that'd be amazing.
1: Very cool, it would fit too, right? I mean, he is he's he's a dinosaur, he's an animal, I mean, so like it, and would, he does have you, his own island, yeah, yeah it would <laughs> it would fit. I mean, so yeah, that would be that would be very cool. All right, Sean, are you ready yeah, to play the, some Nooks prices? Right? Uh,
2: yeah, I just the one thing I want to say is that. Oh sure, yeah, go ahead. When, when I when I say I'm, I've stepped away from the game, it doesn't mean that I aren't playing it and I aren't interested in it. It's just that the amount of effort that I need to now put in to finish what I was doing with the island is quite large, and the design I have in my head revolves around grass, not snow. So <laughs> I'm waiting for the, once the snow goes away That all the designs that I've made are designed to, to work with grass, not snow. So like the forest wall that I've made doesn't look right. I tried to lay it down in the snow and it just doesn't look right. So I'm not going to go to the effort of putting it down strategically how I have it planned for it to not look right.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. Don't blame me at all. Well, we look forward to seeing your design when uh, when the snow goes away, which it will eventually. All right, <laughs> who wants to go first on Nook's Price is Right?
2: Um, I'll go first. Okay, uh, actually, no. Actually, what we should do we should set a precedent and we have a guest. So, That's I think if we're playing this, we should always let the guest go first.
1: I agree, Tim. Do you, <laughs> you know how it goes, right? You've heard it. You've heard yes. our Nook's prices, right? All right? Yes. You got
0: basically two items that add up together and you guys got to figure out what that total cost is.
1: Yep. Right? Whoever gets closest wins. So whoever gets closest, whether
0: you go over or not, right? Yeah. So. Yeah.
1: This isn't prices is right rules where like, <laughs> showcase rules here.
0: All right. So I tell you guys two items, right? So. Yep. First item is the arcade cabinet game. Hopefully, these items you haven't done yet. But arcade cabinet game. Oh, excuse me, arcade combat game.
1: Oh, combat. Okay. Hmm,
0: it's been a while since I bought them. The second one is the pinball machine.
1: Ooh. I just looked at a pinball machine. Like I just, but I didn't buy it because I had it. Ah, oh, darn it. <laughs> How much are they? Um okay right, I have so my 90, number.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna say ninety thousand bells.
1: Okay. I'm gonna say seventy-five thousand.
0: All right. So the person who came the closest would be Nick. With his 75,000-bell oh. guest, total amount is 66,700 bells. Uh, for see, arcade, 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 arcade Cabinet, Ah, 64, uh, 64,000 for the combat game and 2,700
2: bells for the pinball machine.
1: Oh, that was a lot less than I thought it was. I yeah. was
2: thinking that it was like 15,000 for the pinball machine.
1: Yeah, actually I was too. I was thinking it was 60. That's how I got to 75. I was thinking it was 60 and 15. And so I was like
2: I was 65 and 15 was mine. So Ah.
1: All right. I'm going <laughs> to I'll go next. Um Okay, so I, I I I approved this before I did it. I broke the rules a little bit since it's the sup- since the Super Bowl just happened here in America. Um I did the football, which you get from Nooks, and normally we all do Nook items, but this was the football helmet from Ables. So what you pay in Ables for the football helmet and what you pay at Nooks for the football.
2: What do we think? I like guys. the footballs a curve ball because I, I, I remember how much they are. It
1: is a curved ball. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shush you. <laughs> um,
0: I'm going to say 10,000 bells. Okay.
2: I'm going to go lower than that. I'm going to go 7,500.
1: 7, All right. I think this is the lowest one we've ever had that, that was chosen. It is only 1,840 bells. <laughs> Wow. The football is a whopping 400 bells and the football helmet is 1440. So, wow, uh, way off. <laughs> is a, yeah, those were that was a low low priced one.
2: Okay. Nine I've gone for I like to theme mine. So last time it was kitchen appliances and stuff like that. So this time it's we're we're looking at like um like musical instruments or music based stuff. Oh, okay. So so I've got is a phonograph, which is the old school looking display with the, the horn at the top, and the cello.
1: All right, I think I have mine. I am going to go, oh man, that cello has got me worried, but I'm going to go 105,000.
0: I'm gonna say two hundred five thousand.
2: Um, that's gonna go to Tim. Ah! As a as a combination, it is one hundred eighty three thousand bells.
1: All right. How much is the cello?
2: Hundred and thirty thousand for the cello.
1: Oh, I put I wrote down one hundred and
2: forty thousand for cello. <laughs> and the uh, the phonograph is fifty three thousand bells.
1: Yeah, I was way, I was way off in both those. I thought the cello was eighty and the phonograph was twenty five. So so so, Sean. This is the second time we've played this game with three people, and this is the <laughs> second time that everybody has won once.
2: <laughs> it's it's very it? that's that's the game, isn't it? Don't play the... Don't. Don't blame the players, play the game. That's right. Yep. <laughs> Amen. That was fun.
1: All right, guys. Well, we hope you had some fun uh, playing along with some prices, right, with us. So uh, let's head over to the dad corner. All right, guys, we are in the dad corner now, and we are going to be talking about sleepwalking kids and, well, all kinds of crazy sleep antics that our kiddos go through. Um, I We got here because I uh, recently had an experience with my daughter. Um, so our our routine is we read a book as a family together, the four of us, and then we break out. My wife takes one of the kids and I take the other and we kind of will we'll tuck them in and do everything and i got uh, my daughter ariel we tucked her in and she was all like falling asleep and so it was like sweet and it it is not abnormal that when one of us comes out the other one will have like fallen asleep with with, with our kid because we're all we're all dead tired so i came out of the room with ariel and my wife did not with noah which means that she had fallen asleep so i was like all right whatever so I'm on the couch playing the switch and I hear this thump on the ground or in Ariel's room. And I was like, oh, I think maybe she fell out of bed. And I, so, and I get out of the couch and hear like, here comes my daughter walking down the hall with like this total blank stare. Like, and, I'm, and so it's, it's all good. Like I, like we have dealt with sleepwalking children before. No big deal. And I'm like, oh, Ariel, did you fall out of bed? What's going on? And she's just like, she just like looks up at me and stares at me. And I'm like, all right, why don't we go back to bed? So I like, she gives me her hand and I start walking her back to the room. And then she kind of tugs. And so as a quick aside, we read about it afterwards. And I apparently had done everything wrong. So, you know, you can learn from my mistakes. That's what this is all about. And so I picked her up, at which point she started to 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 like cry a little bit and I was like it's okay and then I got her into bed I laid her in bed and then I don't know why she looked at me for the first time really because she'd been blank stared the entire time she like snapped her head in the creepiest way ever looked at me and screamed the bloodiest scream I have ever heard of her. and she just kept doing it and I was like I had no idea what to do and I'm like Ariel wake up Wake up, which you're apparently not supposed to do, too, FYI. So there you go. So I broke them off There's a rule when it comes to this. I broke it. And so I was a little disconcerted because my wife is right across the hall and has not woken up yet, even though it sounds like I am like chopping our daughter's arm. Off. And so finally I started screaming for my wife because she's a school counselor and i'm like maybe she can figure this out because i am way past my depths at this point and so she comes running and kind of she did do a much better job with the situation getting her to calm down and everything that i did but like that was legit the creep. when that got over i just like sat on the couch and looked down the hall like please don't let that that creepy child come down the hall again like i don't think i can handle it if it happens <laughs> like i'm slightly scared of my daughter at that moment so i put it on discord and actually there was quite a few responses so we thought we'd make it a dad topic that that's my that's my creepy sleepwalking and what i guess they my wife said she was having a night terror is what they call it um combined with sleepwalking so that was smart. i think
2: that the, the night terror probably came from the interaction I so, can remember the things, well, so. No, it, no, it's, no, you're it's fine. The, I... it's the, yeah, it's the start. I can remember my brother doing it as a kid. I can remember being sat in the living room um, because, like, I'm three years older than my brother. So I was allowed to stay up a little bit longer. And I can remember him, like, he came downstairs. And this was, like, way back when. Um, like we'd get the first family PC. So like this, we have the big PC at the back of the living room and like the, we had a joystick because we'd played a lot of um, like echoing versus TIE Fighter. So that's like how oh, yeah. old yeah. how far this is going back. Um and he came into the living room and it's like I said, blank so he he looks awake. And like mm-hmm. you said, like Ariel looked looked awake, it's just very blank. And he walked to the back of the living room, sat down at the the desk chair, like wiggled the joystick around. Stood up, walked to the kitchen door, spun round, and then walked back upstairs and went back to bed. And it was like I was like that. I was like, What's going on? But apparently it was quite a common thing for my brother to do at that age. And as like I've read about it, obviously having kids and stuff, I've not had any of them actually do it, but it it, it is the waking up part, is the scary part, which then they don't understand, so they just go out to f- fight, fight off flight. So, yeah,
1: and there was a lot of fight. Well, no, there was a lot of flight, I guess, is what it would have been. Whoa, yeah. <laughs> you, uh, you ever experienced anything like this, Tim?
0: Not the night terrors, uh, not that I can remember from my two oldest. I don't think I've ever seen them uh, do anything like that. Oh, the only thing I've seen the closest is just spontaneously waking up and doing something weird kind of like what I posted in our, you know, as you mentioned, there was quite a few responses. One of mine was just seeing Sammy wake up. He does this. He does, he has ADHD. So I don't know if this has anything to do with that. Um, I mean, obviously your your kids don't have that kind of thing. At least I don't think they do, but uh, um, from what you guys have said, uh, but he's, he's always had some sort of issue with sleeping soundly so uh and so he takes mel- melatonin to help him with that okay. so there are times when he he'll just wake up and just kind of sit up and just kind of you know kind of like wobble a little bit and look around and i'll hear him every now and then in his room mumble and then lay back down but this one time he just woke up And came into our room while we were watching something, probably something on Disney Plus, if I remember correctly. And uh, they, um, he uh, came in there and started, he picked up my jeans that were on a chair. And he looked in there and, and then my wife and I were just trying to figure out what he was doing. And when he picked them up, we asked him like, what are you doing? And he answered, he said, I'm looking for marbles. And we just, we just started dying laughing and it, it woke him up because we were cracking up so loud, you know, and just mm-hmm. like, he just woke up like, what's going on? And he's and we're like, nothing, <laughs> just go to bed. <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> it just, just stuff like that. It was like, he'll do things that crack us up, but then he'll lay back down and go back to sleep and, and nothing like, scary or anything like that and and i do remember my parents telling me stories of me doing that type of thing too um that were pretty funny to them so yeah it's not shocking like i think i i think they told me one time i woke up pounding on the walls and they said what are you doing and i said i'm popping bubbles
1: (laughs) 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 just pounding on the walls so (laughs) yeah i was i was telling my mom about it and she was like yeah i found you weren't sleeping on the bath mat in the bathroom (laughs) and I was like oh okay well that's cool all right (laughs) um so for those of you if you like if you haven't dealt with this or just like as an FYI you are not supposed to touch the child this is what uh this this was like the big thing that my wife was like this is probably what set her off um so you're not really supposed to touch her just your touch your kiddo just keep him or her safe um let them kind of run through it and don't force them awake um if they're in a lighted room don't take them to a dark room which you said might have been the other thing because she came out to a light room and then i took her back to her room which has a night light but it was much darker than the room she came from so uh, just a little fyi i mean we try to help out our listeners who are dads or moms or whoever's listening to this uh, if you're going through this um and i obviously made a mistake so don't make my mistake let me help you guys out a little
0: learn from nick
1: that's right (laughs) exactly
0: (laughs) that's a new segment that's a new segment. Learn from Nick.
1: Yeah, yeah we, could, <laughs> we, could, we could run quite a few podcasts off of that. Trust me. Um, yeah, that by far at this point was probably one of the freakiest things as a dad that I have uh, that I have gone through because I have legit like I have never and I put this on on Discord. I have never heard a person like not my daughter, not a kid, a person scream like she screamed. Like I mean, she, like I mean, it it sounded like I was cutting off a limb or something. I mean, I was like,
2: whoa, couldn't believe it. So it's, it's, see the, the sleepwalking is something I've never never actually had to deal with. Um, Emily, when she was little, little, um, she had a lot of issues with her teeth when they were coming through. She, wasn't, she didn't do very well with teething, so she didn't sleep great for the whole period that she was having teeth in her head which basically was from six months to two years old. She just like every night there would be in, in like an hour of her being up and awake crying because of her teeth and stuff like that, even as she got older right. and she could tell me what was wrong, but there was nothing I could do other than to like maybe try and give her pain relief and things like that. But you ever Logan, a shot a
0: whiskey? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> L- Logan Shot a scotch.
2: Like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Logan was a completely different. He brought in the mold with kids that just did not sleep um, to the point where it says in the dock of Logan, the Terminator. <laughs> so we, we named Logan after Wolverine cause I'm a big fan did the Hugh Jackman films for Wolverine. It's just amazing. Um, mm-hmm. And especially the last one I did, Logan was kind of like, that's my, uh, yes. I love that. I love that film in black and white, the Logan Um and we kind of like, we both, me and the wife both, really like him. So she let me name him after that. I, w- I did want Wade, but she wouldn't quite let me have Wade. After <laughs> Wilson, so. um, Logan's a good one. That works. Logan's a good one. So from birth, he didn't sleep very well. Um, we put it down to him having colic at a very young age. I think he was born in the November and by December, um, we had a, like we really thought he had colic. Um And that went on for a very long time until he was about two. And then we realized the poor little guy had a milk and soya allergy and we were Mm giving him basically poisoning him every night with milk. Um, So like for that period of time, he never, like from seven o'clock at night till midnight, he'd scream continuously. Um, Once we got a handle of the milk and soya thing, it's kind of, we just get the same sort of things where he wakes up looking for things. So like, We'll be asleep, like sound asleep in bed, and he'll just come barging through the back, like the bedroom door, because the, the, our bedrooms face each other. And you'll just like the door will fling open and crash into the wall. And he's like, I can't find my bunnies. <laughs> it's like, okay, cool. <laughs> I'm, you scared the living daylights out of me. So like, let's, right. let's go back into bed. And like, he's a really restless sleeper. So like, he'll have push things under his belly and then he kind of like kicks them down to the lower part of the bed and it's all under his duvet. so you like spend 10 minutes trying to find everything and <laughs> I like got to kind of calm him down because I want my money and he said and that's most nights we do have like periods of time where he'll sleep quite soundly. but that's probably the weirdest thing I've I've had with him is just to, to wake it up um, the other on the other end of things my eldest Jaya um kind of now has Netflix on all night. She'll follow like, I've just come down this morning to do the podcast walk past the bedroom. And like, I thought there's quite a lot of light coming out and she's crashed in, in the middle of the bed wrapped up in like her comforters and stuff like that. And just, just like this preview or something constantly playing on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> that would drive me insane. <clears throat> yeah. So I can't, I can't fall asleep to TV.
0: Yeah. Like some people, it yeah. keeps me awake.
2: But but yeah, can I, I? don't know. It's when you started. This, when I started reading, like the what, what had happened with Ariel, I was like just picturing this really long corridor, like like the Shining style thing with the <laughs> twins at the end, just like Ariel walking down this really long corridor, and like I was like, no, that had creeped the crap out of me. <laughs> I mean, it it it
1: it didn't until she started to scream, and at that point, I just like I was like, I'm done. I'm out. I'm out, John. I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> see you later. So, yeah. So that, you know, learn, live, and learn. That's what happened there. So, learn from Nick. All right, John. Let's see what our peeps have left us on our island's bulletin board.
2: So, every time we we get together for an episode we put out a question to you guys in the community in the Discord uh, Twitter and I really need to start getting a handle on our Instagram account because I've not done anything really since I (laughs) posted about the Nintendo does doing the gaming for Guru but that's due to me trying to handle many different social media streams for many different things at the same time. So I will get better at that. I do apologize, but we did get a couple of responses from discard. The first one being from frosticles, Um, kind of a a question with a celebration of the success of animal crossing for the Nintendo. So it's my question with a huge success of animal crossings, new horizons has had, and is now being a top-tier franchise on Nintendo, how do you think they will handle the series going forwards? Um, Further questions into that is, do you think there'll be another Amiibo Festival disaster, or do you now believe that they'll give it more respect now it's become so huge? So I didn't play Animal Crossing before this one, so the Amiibo Festival I had nothing to do with. So that's probably your... for both of you, really, um, to kind of cover that one. But how they'll handle it going forward, I think we'll probably start seeing more big stuff like the Mario update coming. I think we'll probably see a lot more integration with other games. So like, they did it with Mario Kart. They did it with Mario Party to an extent where they brought more Mario characters in because of the enjoyment. And then with Smash because Mario is such a big hit, they integrated all the different Nintendo characters into Smash. I think we'll start seeing more integration with other the Nintendo characters.
1: Yeah, I think that's, uh, I think we'll definitely see that. This was an interesting conversation, actually, I was listening to the dads have about this, which is like, okay, now that it's ne- then been pumped up to an A tier game. What are they going to do? And I, I don't remember what, who said it, but somebody was like, well, now you almost have to have this game kind of um, come out with a new console or, or you have to, you know, what are you going to have it do? And I thought it's interesting because I think Nintendo's going to be in that tough spot that um, left my brain. Uh, who, who develops Pokemon? Uh, oh, I can't think of the developer. Game freak? Yeah, Game Freak. Game Freak. That Game Freak is in with Pokemon, which is, you know, oh, you're gonna have you're gonna have those two sets of fans, and you're never gonna probably please them both. Now you're gonna have those diehards before New Horizons, and you're gonna have all these people now. And I think that's, I think they're gonna be in a tough spot with how do you how do you move forward with another iteration in so many years, and it's not gonna. I hope at least it's not going to be for a while. I mean, Animal Crossing does best when it's, when it's given, you know, five or so years in between each iteration. Um, so, but it is a good question. Are they gonna milk it for everything it's worth, which would be the, the, the business side of things to do right now? Um, or are they going to give it some respect and, uh, kind of treat it with a little bit more um reverence than than just a cash cow what do you think tim
0: uh i think that it's actually them spinning off other games is giving it respect so they were trying to do that with new leaf right with the happy home designer and stuff like that and i know they had the amiibo festival and um And not a lot of people were happy with that, obviously, but you got to remember that they're going to try things, right? They're always, Nintendo's always trying things. They're always letting their developers do things. So somebody was probably like, hey, we need to have a game out for the Wii U, right? This came out for the Wii U. Mm -hmm. So they put, they probably threw together some stuff and tried to make it um, an Amiibo thing, too. So, and it just didn't work out. But i have all of them i think unless i'm missing one but uh i have all the uh animal crossing amiibos because mm-hmm. i thought they were cool mm-hmm. and um my kids they were really young and enjoyed animal uh crossing or amiibo festival excuse me with the animal crossing one so uh it was done quickly though they were through with it very quickly obviously because right. it wasn't a very long lasting game but they, they enjoyed it for the minimum time they had it but I look at it like this yes I agree they're not going to come out with another Animal Crossing game for a long time not until mid through the cycle of the, the next switch if that comes out or whatever but I think they will come out with spinoffs and probably a happy home designer too. Or other types of games that will incorporate Animal Crossing some way somehow, or and or I should say because I think they'll do all of these things, and I think they'll also even come out with a new new leaf type update where it's just such a big impact
1: mm-hmm.
0: that it uh, will that it will bring people back in possibly, you know, especially if there is a big long wait for the next game.
1: Yeah. You're talking That's like it? that three-year update they did where Harv got introduced and all that into New Leaf?
2: Correct, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I I don't think it'll be a separate game. I think that, and correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of companies now have like, so in this instance, we've got Animal Crossing New Horizons. That's your cat. And then it's a lot of digital add-ons. So um DLC definitely right yeah yeah it's the only the only two games that I can really reference it because I've seen it happen is like Call of Duty Warzone because they keep adding seasons to that so the map stays the same but something in the map will change so like at one point they opened up a stadium um this time they've added a like they keep adding secret bunkers that you can find, which then, you know, there's different items and Intel stuff. But Grand Theft Auto, that's another one with the like they keep adding bits to yeah. the map It online. just keeps
1: going.
2: It does, yeah. Um, I mean, they've just done a completely new renovation with that now where there's a new island that you can visit to do different heights and stuff. So for me, the, they need to sit back and look at what the community really enjoy doing with the game, which from the Facebook communities that I'm part of our community, that I'm part of a lot of people like the, our Discord community likes the the diehard style stuff where the characters like Booster Captain um, and stuff like that, they need to bring those back and they need to do it in a way that it's not all done at once and it's done well enough that people can enjoy those characters coming back. So that's one angle. I think they need to work. Now they know it's such a, a great success. They need to kind of slowly keep that going without either killing it too quick or doing it wrong. Because there is aspects of animal crossing that they have done wrong. So the Easter egg on last year and stuff like that. The, the timing of things wasn't great. Um, the other aspect of it is. From the Facebook communities that I'm part of, is people want more items, they want more customization for things. So that's where I think the Happy Home Designer might come in. That we might get an aspect of of that. We've got that. Like, we've we've got the Happy Home Academy rating, but then having newer items are variations of items that you can now get and ways of customizing them. I think they need to do stuff like that because that's the other thing that this game has given people the ability to make really nice designs with things that they need to really now start playing on that aspect of things. So, like, Nick really, really wants more slots for designs so you can have more variation. So they need to maybe have that as a paid DLC because then are an option that you can have because that's there's some people that might not want those design slots. So it doesn't really affect everybody that if they brought that out as a, as a bit of DLC that one person could have like a hundred new extra design slots and somebody else doesn't, that doesn't affect the multiplayer aspect of visiting somebody's Island and having limited style items and stuff like that. So they need to do things like that as well.
0: It reminds me, I think that was one of the things that one of you guys said about, uh, updating the uh construction part or what do they call it the the um the um ability to terraforming yeah Yeah. where uh, if they updated that and some somebody said well how would they do that and i thought of like um adding more pathways type of things more styles i know you can do your own but it's not the same you know what i mean it's like you can because you can you can sweep them away with your foot, yep. which I've done multiple times and it irritates the heck out of me, but, yes. <laughs> but more more uh, pathways, either you designed and it sticks like the real pathways or more that you could get part of a DLC for or that they upgrade the whole uh, terraforming part for. So it's not not just, was it two rows of five? Different things mm, yeah. where you actually maybe get two more rows of more styles to work with on top of the customization. And with that, you know, more spaces and especially if you're gonna create more pathways of your own, give it the ability to stick just like the real pathways so that you don't sweep them away. Yeah.
2: So um, so with with your own design pathways, if you go through the island design toolkit um hit the plus button you can use your own designs kai mm-hmm. that way if you yeah. paint them down that way you can't kick them up i believe
1: no you still can
2: oh okay.
1: yeah Fair no enough. it's 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 a, <laughs> yeah no because i put down most of the most of my uh, <clears throat> excuse me my paper mario paths that way on my paper on my toad town area um but yeah, I kick them up all the time and then I gotta go. I spend like I don't know probably every other week I take like one of my play sessions and just replace pads that I have that I've kicked up so
0: yep yeah so i I think there are ways of doing that and plus maybe even different ways of terraforming as well could be added because you only have two different ways you're either going down or you're going up or you're adding water or you're or you're adding land yeah so there's probably some other. Things that could be done there too. Uh, curved, curved edges. I want yep.
2: curved edges.
0: <laughs> yes. Or the even the ability to uh, make um, like your own going underground. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I want land bridges. Land bridges, yeah.
1: Yeah, so, so that I can go under a bridge on the first level and have it have have a cross on the on the top. That right. would be that would be great. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's there's
2: um, lots of stuff they can do. Yeah. Which that then brings me on to solo something left us a bit of a something. Saying my comment is that I fear that the developers did not anticipate the game becoming a pillar of the Nintendo round. So everything that we've just been saying there, I think, if they didn't anticipate that, they are they like trying to play catch up all the time? So, um, and as such, had a lifespan events predetermined. So that then brings us to the where like we've been saying are we going to see basically just a repeat of everything that we saw in this year just gone are we going to see that again or are they going to have new things with different items and stuff like that um, with the success and pop culture roots it has spot I hope developers apply the same culture to the game and change up events so it's not the same carbon copy each year even with a paid DLC otherwise you could see players moving away by summer 2021 which I think we've said in the We've said in the past that, like, is the Easter event going to be the same event as it was last year? Are we going to see the same items? Which, if it is the case, that really is going to push people away. Well, I believe, if I remember correctly, they did say this was going to be a two-year supported game.
0: So if their plan was to support it for two years, I would think with that it would not repeat. We may see the characters again, like the Easter character and all that kind of stuff but approached differently each time.
1: At least new furniture. Even if you do the same mechanic, at least new furniture. Otherwise, yeah, I think, I mean, I will not have anything to do on Easter. I got it all the first time. So it's like, so uh, yeah, it'll be, it'll be, I don't know. Let's take, let's take, what do we think? So Tim says, so Tim, you think it's going to be different events next year or different in some way, not different events, but.
0: Right. It's going to, I think we'll still get, the seasonal things that we like, the cherry blossom thing, is going to be the first thing we actually hit before Easter. That's true. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I I think we're still going to see the those petals flying around again, yeah. but there'll probably be added items, like you said, Nick, about you know new things to maybe uh, to to create from it.
2: Um, yeah. I mean, you'll you'll have the the abilities there that if for things that you missed last year to get right. those but yes i think they should add extra items as well for those Correct. people that did get everything there's something new to do
0: yes because i did i did miss out on a lot of cherry blossom stuff because i i really did i did know animal crossing well enough to know that it was going to disappear i just took it for yeah. granted and took my time with that it and i was like oh it's gone crap i missed was all exactly kinds of the
2: stuff same. <laughs> so i missed a lot In the first few months, because I was that busy trying to just play the game and do things I didn't realize that it was a time constraint type thing. Yeah. There is a lot that I missed.
1: And I actually, I missed a lot of the Cherry Blossom. I missed probably half of the Cherry Blossom stuff because I assumed, we all know we shouldn't do that, but I assumed that as much as I was playing, just running into, I wasn't balloon hunting. I was just kind of playing the game. And I was like, well, as much as I'm playing, I mean, I was in quarantine. I was playing the time. Yeah. Um, as much as I'm playing, I'll get all these cherry blossom balloon DIYs, but I I still didn't because I wasn't balloon hunting them. I was just playing the game, and I'd shoot down a balloon when I found it. Yep. So yeah, I missed I I missed a few of those, more than a few of those actually. So yeah, so so Tim thinks it'll be there will be something different towards the events. Do you think there will be something different, Sean? You think the events um, are different or the same?
2: I think the. They need to make them different. So I'm kind of, well, we always say Nintendo need to make them different. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm hoping that they'll take that on board and do something different.
1: Me too. All right. Well, let's go on to the gaming topic and see what we got there. Right, folks, we are back with the gaming topic of this week which is sales numbers, Nintendo's sales numbers. They came out and uh well they're really freaking good. That's the answer. That's that's like the the high level cliff notes of what we got in the gaming topic. Like Nintendo is selling a lot of stuff, but is it as good as it really looks? So, let's chat about um, about some hardware sales and about what we're doing. So in uh, the the total number of switch sales in 2020 was 16.77 million units sold. That's the that's the uh, I don't want to say OG that because there was two iterations of the OG, but that's the that's the non-switch light ones.
2: Yeah, that's the the dockable switch.
1: Dockable <laughs> switch. There's a good way to say. it. I was gonna say OG, but I was like, well, there's another version of it, and so now I don't know how to say it. Um, and they sold. I think s- that
2: that that covers like all your specials as well. So the Animal Crossing, Pokemon, um, what was that, any of the other big specials. So yeah, that when I say mm-hmm. dockable, that that covers all of those. So
1: yeah, all the themed ones and all that. All my my beautiful Animal Crossing Switch that I love so much, um, and then they sold 7.33 million uh, Switch lights in 2020. I'm you know I'm actually surprised that that. I mean, that's a good number, but I'm actually surprised it's not a little bit more than that, that they're not closer, I
2: guess, is what I'm trying to it say. They were hard to come by. Yeah, there is that. So there weren't many. I know, like over in the UK, they, they there was a lot of supply shortage for switch lights. So whether or not it was the same everywhere.
1: Yeah, it was. It was around me, at least. I mean, they weren't. They weren't. You couldn't find them super. You couldn't find them everywhere, especially right at the beginning of the quarantine time. Um, You can find them now if you really look. Um, I will. I will say that my son. We're not buying another Switch Lite, but my son is going to be gifted my Switch Lite because I never played anymore. It's basically his anyway. So um, we're we're getting him a uh, a copy of Splatoon and uh we're gonna we're going to make uh, my switch light his so and i do know a friend of mine that got a switch light uh just recently too so so they are definitely selling for sure um so so sean you have done some math for us here uh total sales in 2020 uh a lot i don't even know what that number is quite frankly that's that's a lot that's
2: um i think total sales i think that's To date, I don't think it's. um,
1: Yeah, it's not 2020. Yeah.
2: So, yeah, the total sales in US dollars to date is uh, 13,317.24 billion, which is. That's in USD. That's in USD. If you want that in Japanese yen, it is 1.4 million. 1.4 million billion Japanese yen.
1: (laughs) Million billion.
2: That's so like it's a six six figure number billion, which is a lot. It's a lot of money. That's like a Scrooge McDuck
1: swimming it kind of stuff right there. I mean. Yeah,
2: definitely. Um so, so I mean it's a lot of money. If you want to break it down, the their operating income, which I believe is all their overheads and everything like that, was four thousand nine hundred and forty one point one nine million. So the net profit that Nintendo may have made for total sales in the USD in US dollars is 3,571.5 million dollars in net profit that is a lot of money for a company to make their stocks their shareholders and anybody on the board for Nintendo must be just rubbing their hands together like this how can they they need to keep that traction going the Switch brought Nintendo alive again and They need the. There needs to be something in R and D at the moment that they're like, like, what can we do now? We, you know, we need to do something because they need. How old's the switch this year? Is it five, four, or five? Four four years old. old. So yeah, four four years old. old. Tim
1: says, with yeah, (laughs) four in
2: March. We're coming. Yeah, we're coming around to they need to do something now to then keep like june this year there needs to be an announcement of some description of something big coming from them again to keep that traction
1: well we all think that do we all think there's a pro i know i do i think super said, switch yeah the super, super switch, switch whatever you want to call it yeah i'm gonna super go with switch that name on it yeah switch switch second i don't know whatever you want to call it super um, nintendo switch yeah <laughs> yeah
2: a sniz. deluxe yes the um. sniz deluxe
1: uh yeah so i mean i think i think that'll be the thing man i don't know when you got something this hot like you just you're gonna iphone model it that's what i think you do but that's another conversation probably but um that's that's that was my Uh,
0: original that was one of my predictions from one of those years before but Mm -hmm. actually it might have been last year i thought they were only going to upgrade the center the the tablet Mm -hmm. and uh then you could just slide on the new your joy cons or whatever. Yeah. And that was it. Even though we all would hope they would come out some newer, more stable joy cons, yes. but, yeah. uh, uh, but still you could use your old ones on the new tablet mm. and then you could put on new ones. Uh, all the same accessories would work essentially. So that's the way I just thought it would be, you know, and then that yeah, way all you had to do is you'd still have the same size housing, but you just make the screen bigger better innards you know for like mm-hmm. wi-fi and maybe add bluetooth and you're all good With battery Yeah, I guess everything
2: everything we covered last time when we were yeah. yeah 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 we didn't go around
0: well yeah i mean that's originally that's what i was thinking was like it would have been a lot quicker though not not mm-hmm. you know we're going on four years i yeah. thought it would have been every couple of years that would they would have had a reiteration although you could count the one they did with the battery upgrade and they did update the chip
1: so Mm -hmm. yeah i mean and that did really help i mean i you know when i got my when i got my i had the og until uh until the animal crossing one came out and man when i got that one i noticed a big difference um it let me play a lot longer unfortunately
2: (laughs) yeah (laughs) it was a good it's one thing i've started to notice with mine and i noticed it again this morning is i took it off the took it off the charging dock as i came down for us to start the podcast loaded animal crossing up um left it there for hours making a coffee and stuff and came back to it and it was already at 80%. So
0: you yeah. have too when it comes off that dock.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. It's so I, I, it's starting to uh starting to show its age at 5 years old. So which isn't done bad really I, now I a mobile product like that with a mobile battery basically cuz lithium battery that's lasting the way it's living it's doing pretty well it?
1: Yeah. yeah so when we move into games um, looking at looking at just thing I'm trying to see I mean everything sold a lot quite frankly Animal Crossing uh, 31 million since its release uh, hasn't beat out Mario Kart 8 Deluxe yet which is at 33.4 million units yeah but, but- but go ahead, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you Mario, do the play.
2: Mario Kart eight came out with the console. Yeah. It was a Animal Crossing is a year old, nearly. Not even a year old.
1: Right. So Especially with these numbers, not even a year old.
2: Yeah. It's sold almost in its Mario Kart eight in its lifetime is almost you know, isn't doing as well as Animal Crossing's done in the last twelve months. Right yeah for sure i think we're talking about the figures quite well because it that and all the things that we've hit on in the in this podcast is that it has been a huge success and that number there the three point thirty one point one eight million copies of the game sold and it's yeah it's huge
1: yeah. It's crazy. And it's just like with Ring Fit Adventure too. that was the other thing I wanted to mention um, when I was listening to the numbers from from the dads. It's just like Nintendo just like walked into like a treasure chest of money. Right. With 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 um, with COVID. And I, I'm not saying COVID's a good thing, but like they they released this this in-home gym basically right before. Not right before, but I don't know. What was it? Did they re- it was September of 2019 or something like that? I want to say so. So like a half a year before before COVID and then and then they released this other game that's all about Zen. Literally, I don't know about anybody else, but it dropped on Friday. I was in quarantine that next Monday or Tuesday, technically Um, Same here. I mean, I was gonna say, I know Tim was the same. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So so I just it's just crazy how they dropped these things and then this just this just happened there's no way that ring fit sells 8.68 million units without uh without a pandemic which makes us yeah. not be able
2: to exercise and it's not like they're falling asleep on that either um brie larson or as all those fans of marvel know her as uh, captain mm-hmm. marvel she's now working with nintendo if i follow her on instagram and she was a big fan of animal crossing from the start because like yep. oh yeah yep like a full kept trying to message her and be like, "Hey, do you want to come and like talk to?" Hey, oh, we, tried. <laughs> we, we tried. We tried. Um,
1: we we asked but, her to come on. She she didn't respond. You
2: know. Yeah, she's now she's now doing things with Ring Fit. She's doing adverts and stuff like that for the Ring Fit. So they they aren't sleeping on that either. They are still working on it. And They are quite. I mean, well, I mean they're probably.
0: It also helps that Ring Fit actually does something. <laughs> it's not yeah, just definitely. a game, you know, you actually
2: get a work, you actually get a workout out of it. So uh, yeah, I I've I've got it and I used it um when I started to get back into running to try and build some base fitness back up and after half an hour I was like pass me a towel. I am yeah, wet. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, it uh, it kicks your butt. I I got burnt out on it on the monthly mayhem, uh, fighting John for number one. Uh, and that what, would do it. Was that January? I think it was of last year. <laughs> Man, I was just like, I played that game for way too way too much. Those those mini games trying to beat him out on that. So, uh, but yeah, I have it, and I do I do really like it, and it seriously is a workout. Uh, Mario Kart Home Circuit at one million. Uh, that's a that's yeah. a decent number but i i wonder if that is a little bit less than what they were hoping for on that uh on that particular deal
0: for a right. 100 bucks you know usd that's true yeah that's mm-hmm. still pretty good it has million units for 100 bucks mm-hmm. and and for what it does yep. it's an ar gaming system essentially to add it to your switch yeah and so, it's
1: niche right like i mean yeah. sean would have one if he could right
2: definitely if i could if we had the space for it then yes, I think um, the, your average UK home is not big enough to, well, to have something like that and actually be able to walk around in your house without <laughs> tripping up over them. So, but yeah, I'm I in think. the same boat actually, Sean. But we we got one because
0: of because I live in a condo and those are you know pretty small too. Um, not sure about square feet compared to what you got, but. Uh, um we got ours. we got my son the um mario kart thing thinking that he could take it to his grandfathers and also to we have a community center in our association so we could use that in fact that's where i filmed the nintendo dad's uh first look at it you know or (laughs) that we did on it and it was funny because my son actually saw that video and he was like is that you it's like yeah he's like where is that where's that mario kart because that was his christmas gift it was like <laughs> oh i i had this i just had to do a quick review and then and then i was done with it <laughs> and, he, and he, he bought it so he's nice. like <laughs> good job sell it. he was like okay <laughs> but yeah it's uh i guess it was just like he wanted it and we told him there wasn't much space we actually made space in the kitchen for him but anyways mm. we didn't we did figure it out and it's not played with as much right now probably because it's cold and we're not going to walk over to the community center but uh yeah eventually i'm sure we'll get back we'll get it back out again
1: yeah i really want to break it out in a gym like i've i've been wanting to do that like take it to our church or something we have a we have a, a decent sized gym there and and let it really roam and uh, have some fun with it there. Uh, we, we have a decent size. Um, like we have a long hallway where the bedrooms are, which leads straight into a kitchen where there's no obstruction, which leads right into the other other hallway, which takes us to the front door. So there is this long, and it's all hardwood uh, or like hard surface, not all hardwood, but a hard surface. and um, And so that's a decent bit of space that you can run it in. And so uh, we do, we do enjoy that, but I do fall in the same trap of like, well, it doesn't get played that much. Like I was going to buy a second one, but I was like, no, this is not worth the, this is not worth the time to buy. Two. Same
0: here, but the yeah.
1: same, the, second,
0: the adult yeah. mind came in and said, no. yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, This is not worth it.
2: So, But then um, if you bought a second one, would, would it not be tempting then? Cause you could use one, no, could use the other. And there'd be that aspect of, being able to race what are you
1: trying to get me to spend a hundred dollars here Sean is that what you're trying no, to no 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 I'm just trying to
2: think <laughs> it's just... one of those where yeah I think if we had one and we had to share it all the time it wouldn't get played with as much because it's just being possible to try and coke slogan to sharing so
1: that is true like there is a possibility if we bought a second one it might get played with more than just having the one um but not enough to in my mind to to spend another hundred dollars yeah <laughs> So So the numbers on the hardware look good, but the one thing that I thought of, and uh, what, how many months ago Tim thought of before me, um, was that, well, even though the hardware sales are through the roof at 79.87 million units, um, that doesn't take into account now that Nintendo is no longer a diversified hardware company. Like this is their thing. They have this switch, just like Xbox has a console and PlayStation has, well, they used to have the Vita, but now they just have their PS5. Now Nintendo just has the switch. They don't have a 3DS. They don't have the DS to go along with their console. And what does that do to them? And how does that inflate the switches numbers to if this would if they didn't have it and so that was uh that was that was a conversation the dads didn't have that i was like i just feel like there's something there that needs to be chatted about or at because least i, I wanted wasn't to on chat the, about. that
0: was because i wasn't on the show this past week so <laughs> wow
1: well, yeah, where were you? you gotta keep you gotta keep these dads in line you know that's why you're here you gotta keep that's the right. discord running and keep the dads in line yeah, I
2: guess so <laughs> um i mean like you said, they are they are great over a four year period to hit nearly 80 million units, which when you look at the like the stuff that Tim stuck in there for us with the Wii U and the 3 ds their lifetime sale of ninety million which but a lot of that was probably propped up by the 3 d s because the Wii U was the Wii U <laughs> yeah the
1: Wii U was thirteen million if i if I remember correctly. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Um, it was yeah,
0: thirteen point five million for the hardware and the Wii U, and seventy five point eight million for the 3DS. Mm
2: -hmm. And then you look at like the numbers for the Wii and the DS, which the Wii (laughs) was the Wii was that generation's switch. It was nuts. I, I mean, I remember buying a Wii on day of release, and then selling it towards Christmas time for three times as much as I paid for it um, because it was like rocking horse poop to try and get hold of for yes. Christmas. Um, and then they had the, like, the, the Wii Fit which at the time nobody had really got this idea that you there was a home gym accessory kit and all the mini games that you could play with it, all like the uh, Wii Sports and stuff. So I think Nintendo had this really good thing of bringing something out that's really interactive for all the family you don't have to be a gamer to really get it you, you can be like I know my mum and dad played the Wii Sports and they enjoyed it and it's kind mm-hmm. of like it became a family fun type thing so Nintendo it really good they hit the nail on the head with the diversity of the consoles which is what I think the Switch has done the Switch is a really diverse console it's like us as all the gamers who really enjoy the old school nintendo stuff and nintendo as a franchise is kind of one of them things that it's always going to be in our hearts as well as the younger end of spectrum so like uh, my youngest star emily she really enjoys playing on the switch um she enjoys the games. she likes the ease of some of the games as well as the combined difficulty so she's really into zelda at the moment and you know, she's just starting to try and take on her first divine beast, um, which twelve months ago she was just content trying to catch a horse and ride a horse. Because so, like the game was, the game's kind of expanded for her now. Um That's awesome. She, it's, it has the Nintendo has that ability. So I think for four years to be eighty million units for a standalone console, we've not been supported by a, a DS or a. Mobile because it is mobile, not having to have that support from a second Mm -hmm. console in the sales. It is doing very well. I don't think they need to do anything else. I think the Switch is kind of doing it for them and it will continue to do it for them. And like I say, with the um, bringing out an updated version, I think anybody that bought the original Switch, like me, when an updated version comes out, they will probably spend the money on that because. People do it with the Xbox, the Xbox One, the Xbox One S, One X. And then they went into the Series S and Series X. Mm -hmm. It sold like hotcakes. Everybody went, it was an upgraded piece of equipment, which everybody knows is brilliant. And then we'll continue to want it. So I reckon if they did, uh, we missed E3 last year. There was, because obviously of COVID, um, the potential of us missing it this year, but they've had 12 months to try and figure out a, a, a streaming way of trying to release that so everybody could still see everything um, and be part of it. I reckon this year, and that could be my prediction this year, we're definitely gonna see some kind of improved Switch being released or showcased. It's been least, I mean, over a year and a half now since we had a real Nintendo Direct, like a serious Nintendo Direct. So yeah, it's coming. Just mm-hmm. when and how, I don't know.
1: Yeah, they're making money. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, we see that by their profit. Um, and as long as they keep the Switch rolling, they'll they'll be great. Uh, I wonder, though, if in the back, and this is what I posted on Discord, I'd be happy to swim in my money, but if I'm an executive at Nintendo... I'm a little nervous about what happens if we ever have a Wii U scenario again. You know, if the Switch goes to a point to where they're like, all right, we need to do something new, and whatever they do new is not Switch successful, they don't have the 3DS to lean on at this point. Not that they couldn't resurrect it or do something like that, but at the moment, they wouldn't have that to lean on. So I guess that's, uh, that's my point. What, do you, what, what were your thoughts on what you posted, Tim?
0: uh it's just uh, in regards to the numbers it's basically uh just trying to make people realize that they don't have the two hardware pillar anymore right Mm -hmm. they their pillar has changed to where it's they have one piece of hardware to concentrate on and then their other parts of their business as their pillars like the the theme parks the Mm -hmm. uh ip all that kind of stuff just Totally focusing on those as pillars, along with, you know, and they even have toys, right? So, uh, and then the, and then this the hardware sales, but, uh, but keeping in mind that the switch is a single device rather than their two device pillars, where like we talked about the Wii U and the 3DS. Close to 90 million units over their lifespan to get together, or the Wii plus the DS at 255 million uh, units, you know, with uh, together with their lifespan. Now, I know that's, you know, they were there, that was over what you said, maybe six and a half years, yeah, right? Six,
1: kind of merging them together. It's around right. six and a half years, yeah.
0: So for the Wii and the DS, and that would be the largest of them. And and I didn't, I did look at, at the time, I did look at the, you know, like GameCube and Game Boy Advance and all that kind of stuff. And I just decided to skip that that, because the numbers were more significant with the Wii Wii and the DS and the Wii U and the 3DS. Mm -hmm. And being able to see, okay, instead of just looking at the single, because the Switch is a hybrid device it is a home console and it is mobile. So looking at that being hybrid, I would think we should be looking at, and like you were saying, Nick, this week, we should be looking at the numbers for the two devices that were out previously and comparing that to the Switch, instead of just saying, hey, it's gonna beat the Wii U or hey, it's gonna be at 3DS. Well, it's getting close to the Wii U plus the 3DS to, you know, the mobile and the home console when they were separate, now being together, it's going to start being that together, which I think is a big, significant hit there, you know, or big, you know, big accomplishment once they reach that. The bigger one, obviously, that's going to be harder to reach is the Wii Plus DS, being close to two hundred and sixty million. Yeah, units. that would be pretty crazy. So, but and then the software numbers as well, combining those, you know, mm-hmm. again, I don't think they're going to be able to reach the Wii Plus DS. They're only—they're not even halfway there. Which was, yeah. software sales was 532 for the Switch million units mm-hmm. compared to the Wii and the DS, which was 1,870 million units.
1: Yeah.
0: So, <laughs> they but they did beat the Wii U and 3DS combination,
2: mm-hmm. which
0: was 486.
2: So, I mean, the the thing with the Wii and the DS is the, the, the DS for it to be a family type thing everybody in the household kind of needs to have, to to play together, everybody kind of needed to have a DS. So I know for a fact that if, I try and put the kids at a better age, so if Jaya was, if sorry, if Emily was like nine and Logan was four and the DS had just launched, I know that I'd probably get one for both, like one each. Yes. Where the Switch is kind of like, oh, you can buy a Switch with a second set of Joy-Cons and everybody can play together. Yeah. And it's kind of like it becomes family oriented So you don't need to sell as many units because... You know,
1: you you know what still... would be... Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go on. Okay. Uh, you know what would be interesting to see, and I'll maybe see if I can find this, is what their profit margin looked like through that time. Were they... Yeah. Um, not, I, I don't, you know, and I don't, I don't know. Um, maybe the DS was less profitable than selling the Switch the way it is. I'm not certain how that worked out. I, I wouldn't know, but uh, that would be telling too. And if, if their profit margin looks close to the same, that would explain why Nintendo's like, you know, what we're doing, we're doing just fine. You know, it's selling, we're selling one, one. We only have to deal with. Uh, the supply and demand of one hardware and our, and our profit margin is, is even if it was close to the same would be, I'm sure they would be just fine with, um, there's a lot less headache with only one hardware, but there is always that thing. Like, you know, we're saying, well, the, the Wii U and the 3ds is 89 million units. Well, you know, when you, when you break it down, whether Wii U we all know didn't, didn't pull any of those. So if they get back in that scenario, that'll be a tough spot for them. I mean, it's kind of like something what the Xbox dealt with, with, um, the Xbox with their last iteration. Hopefully, they can they can kind of pull out of that in this one, where they that just it didn't. I would say it floundered. I don't I don't know if people would agree with me, but it seemed like that that uh, that console didn't do great. Um, but Microsoft, that's just one aspect of their overall business. So having having the Xbox flounder, they can they can kind of float that with all of their other. With all of their other businesses that they do,
2: I mean, I've just just worked out very quickly that so the software sales for units, uh, like eighteen hundred and seventy, for the Wii and DS, that means that for the average console that they sold, our average piece of uh, tech that they sold, that was seven point three games, or seven games on average bar per console. So the Switch is almost there at six and a half. Okay. so six games per console is is that because of the indie games or because yeah they play yeah you've got yeah. A variance of people playing the same console so like right. if you have people that have bought Zelda because they want to play Zelda but then you've also got like Mario Party and family friendly or um, like this generation's Nintendo dogs for the younger ones and stuff like that. it Nintendo Pets now I think can't remember the name of the game, but yeah, you get the instead of like just buying like your son or daughter a DS, then buying them like Nintendo dogs and stuff like that, it's, you're having to buy all the different games. So I think that helps Nintendo in that sense as well. That they're pushing mm-hmm. so much variance of software for the hardware.
1: Yeah. And that, you know, and that makes sense, too, going back to what you said, because instead of buying one for the family. So, you you know, you're buying one for your daughter and all she wants to play is Animal Crossing. You're buying one for the family and you're putting all the games and it's not working out like that entirely because you got, you know, like we're a two switch family. Um, but but that main switch has all these games on it. Right. Um, and so because it's it's you can you can have it can support multiple people playing it on. Um, not unlike the DS, but much easier than than the DS or 3DS okay.
2: Yep. Uh, very quickly talking about games, is to um, look how well Nostalgia sells on Nintendo with Super Mario 3D All-Star selling 8.32 million units. <laughs> yes. Over Paper Mario, which was a game that had a lot of hype leading up to it, but only selling 3 million units.
1: Yeah, it was. Um, they the they did that vault thing though too with the with uh, um, with Super Mario 3D All Stars though, right? Didn't they say that was going to go away?
0: Yep. Yeah, and a, Mars- yeah, it
1: was a Yeah, get it now or it's gone forever. So we got it s- now.
0: Even still, I wonder because it's Mario, right? I wonder how well we're going to see uh, 3D World as well when that yeah. comes out. What the numbers are going to be like for that bowser's fury
2: yes uh i mean yeah it's interesting it's this next year it'll be depending on what gets announced later on in the year could swing either way couldn't it so you've got all the metroid fans that are dying for some kind of metroid news and
1: i don't know any metroid fans (laughs) me neither what what is this
0: roid thing you're talking about sounds painful (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we've got the second. We've got Breath of the Wild two, or whatever they're going to give that name. So, and then the rumours of Ocarina of Time or Majora's Mask. That if they did that, I reckon they're going to see a good spike in sales again for either consoles or games. So, there's a lot they can do. Nintendo are really clever. They'll they'll have a plan. So. I can imagine that Reggie sat there waiting for, with some kind of Mario game to chuck out at people. Sure. Something to accompany the opening of the of Super uh, Nintendo, the actual theme packs and stuff like that. We might see. Mm, that would be cool. A celebration style game coming out for those.
1: All right, we ready to wrap this oh. thing up,
2: Sean. I am, yes. It's just started really snowing again here, so I've just been admiring the snow while we were talking, because <laughs> you know, daylight has fully broken. I will take you to the, it's...
1: <laughs>
2: fully snowing in right the here. UK. Uh, yeah. So, Dad Crossing is part of the Nintendo Dads family of podcasts, and thank you, Tim, for joining us today from the Nintendo Dads. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Anytime. You can find new Nintendo Dads content wherever podcasts are found. If you have any questions or comments for me or Nick, you can reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram. Everything is at Enda Crossing. Um, we want to give the Nintendo Dads a big thanks as always. Um, for, so for the chance, like we've discussed with in one of the in between one of the segments. Um, if you do want to come and join us on here, we don't bite. If you ask us, we will always make time for anybody. So, That's right. always do give us a shout. We do love having a guest come on. So, yeah. So, I will roll it out from me, from Nick and Tim. We hope your village is snowy and your villages are happy. Now we'll go back.
1: <laughs> you